you are on Facebook already, right? So find the American Viewpoints page, like us, and get involved in the conversation. There's something new posted every day. One of the things that we work to do on this program that's different than what you hear on like the cable news shows and things like that is we bring you information that you can actually use in your life, especially during this time of COVID-19. For instance, what should you do with the stimulus money that you either got this week or that you are going to get in the next month or two? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. And yep, still working from home here on my end, uh, just like everybody else. And that's that's why the show sounds a little bit different because we're doing it on Skype. Uh, by the way, how will all these lockdowns or shelter-in-place orders change education in America from this point on. We're going to talk about that in about 15 minutes. Andy Keshner is with MarketWatch.com. He's a reporter there, and he wrote a really helpful article this week, and the title, just straight to the point, The Best Way to Spend Your $1,200 Stimulus Check According to Financial Advisors. I posted that on uh, the American Viewpoint social media pages, so you can find it real easy there. Just look for at AVP radio show on Twitter, and uh, you can just look up American Viewpoints on Facebook as well. Andy, thanks for the time today. Uh, thanks for having me on, Mike. This is, uh, for some people, just a nice little extra bonus, and for other people, this is going to be a temporary lifeline. And what I took from your article is that the financial advisors you're talking to say, what's the best way to spend it? Eh, it depends on your situation right now. That's right. Yeah, it, it really does depend. It's really fact specific, as as you said. Um, you know, for some people, it, it, th this money is going to be something to pay for groceries and utilities and uh, the rent. Uh, and for others, it, they all of a sudden they have a little bit of a windfall coming to them, but it's coming at this really uncertain time for all of us. So it um, they have some thoughts on what would be the wise ways to use your money then for those who are you know living paycheck to paycheck and most of your income goes to those necessities like you know rent and gas and groceries and things like that obviously and you 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 wrote this really well is that's what you should use this for right now to get just get to next week or the week after that uh, of course now we're talking about the stimulus check but some people are going to get refund checks from their company. So the principles would apply if you happen to get one of those as well. But let's start with the people who maybe can get by for the next few weeks or month or two. They've they've got a little bit of savings. Um, what you found is that the financial advisors seem to be pretty much uh, in agreement is that if you can get by with what you have right now, add this to your savings. Right. Um, the, the, uh, I pulled a whole bunch of advisors, you know, more than 20 and kind of the general pattern was number one, if you need it right now for your necessities right now, I mean, you, you just have to use it, you know, yeah. to, to get by. But if you have that cushion, um, the next thing you need to do is build up your rainy day fund, your emergency bank account, however you want to call it. Uh, and that there's a little bit of variation, but it seems to be about three to six months of savings and, and and that will account for things like your either your mortgage or your rent uh, it will account for the groceries that you spend it will account for the um, gas you pay for 
it will account for emergency, an extra bit of money in case you get a flat tire or, you know, all of a sudden, you know, your alternator breaks and you need to bring it to the mechanic. And it will also account for your out-of-pocket uh, annual limit so that you're covered uh, for that. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that money, that sum can vary for everyone depending on your situation. But um, those, are the, those are kind of the basics that you want to be thinking about for your rainy day fund. I think just about every financial writer, um, financial advisor, probably uh, personal finance literacy teacher in, in high schools, we've been hearing have a three to six month savings all of our lives for the most part. I mean, whether it's radio show hosts who do finances or like I said, those who write in books or, or write for websites like yours, marketwatch.com. Now it's getting real. That advice is getting real. And, and I imagine there's a lot of people who are saying, I didn't listen and now I'm in trouble. Yeah, the there's been this long going survey by the Federal Reserve on you know the state of America Americans' economic well being, and one um, one statistic that people often point to is the number of people who could absorb a four hundred unexpected an, an unexpected four hundred dollar expense, um, and the the number uh, it, it's I, I'm. I'm not exactly sure of the amount, but there's a, a very good chunk of folks who say that they would need um, they would need to either resort to a credit card or you know figure something out th that they wouldn't have the cushion in their cash savings to to handle that, and that's been a long-standing problem in in. Um, savings is a long-standing issue, and as you said, all of a sudden it's getting very real uh, uh, for for people, unfortunately, and, and I think that's why a lot of the advisors I talked to really impressed the importance of your rainy day fund um, because it's always been important, but now it's even more important. Speaking of credit cards that you just mentioned there, and we're visiting with Andy Keshner from MarketWatch.com, uh, that was uh, kind of the second tier, as I understand your writing, is, okay, what about that, that credit card debt or that store card debt? Uh, they actually said this might be a good time to use that money to pay down debt. I mean, if Uncle Sam's going to hand you the money and you've got a rainy day fund, why was it that they said that's a good second step if you can afford it? Well, I mean, you know, all of a sudden, a you got your you have your cushion for your uh, rainy day fund. If um, you know, God forbid, you you lose your job tomorrow, you have a little bit of your breathing room. And if you have this money to pay down debt, um, you know that all of a sudden that's principal and interest that you're wiping off your balance sheet um, as soon as you can. Uh, you know, credit card debt, I think is there kind of an average APR is, is like it's, it's 14% something. Um, and that's, <laughs> I mean, you know, I would hate, you know, any interest that I'd, I'd hate to pay any more interest than I have to. So if all of a sudden you have that money, um, you know, pay down, pay down the debt and it could be, you know, it could be um, student loan debt, maybe, um, or it could be um, there are other forms of debt in addition to credit card. But, you know, credit card is is a big um, debt that people may have. Yeah, we're hearing a lot about uh, how some creditors are saying, you know what, don't don't worry about this month or next month's payment. We understand COVID-19. A lot of people aren't working, but they are still racking up the interest. Right. Or have you heard any different? I you know, I think that's probably um 
yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure of the rules, you know, from creditor to creditor and, uh, you know, in bank to bank. And um, so I, I think anyone who wants to be sure of it uh, should go ahead and, and call, um, you know, call their credit card company and just, you know, talk to someone and, and have them say to you what their policy is, you know, just to be sure. So, you know, um, and some might be, you know, giving, you know, being shown leniency, some might not. Um, I know car insurers right now, they, a lot of them are being lenient on grace periods and, um, and um, cancellation and, and so on, or, or not canceling policies if you can't pay. Uh, but, but I would just check uh, just to be super sure about your situation. What do you think uh, would be the biggest lesson? We've got about a minute left, Andy, is, uh, is financially that we're all taking from this entire COVID era that we've got. What, what are people learning or should be learning? I think the biggest lesson and also the biggest lesson for me is um, how quickly things can change for all of us. Uh, and, you know, that could be at a national level, but that can also be at an individual level in which we're seeing, you know, all of a sudden um, people are out of jobs. All of a sudden people are, you know, really cash strapped. And so it really underscores the importance of, you know, having that rainy day fund as, as the advisors said, you know, I think that's some wise advice. You know, we all have to be ready because this all has shown us how quickly things can change um, for all of us, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. So your, uh, you're going to, your writings are found at marketwatch.com. Andy Keshner, thanks so much for the, uh, the insight and the advice and nice job with the article. Uh, Thanks again. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Well, online learning, homeschooling, that of families are now doing whether they want to or not so what are we learning from the change and should that lead us to reconsider any part for all education system a conversation is just ahead right here on american viewpoints sweet strawberry icing you're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot miniature donut earrings you lean in ah That's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council.